Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Singer and Kelly Fox. Hello, welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox, and with me I have Terry Sarah, my beautiful co-host, and tonight we are talking step number four, which is compassion. And tonight we're going to be introducing that thought and start off our month on compassion. And with us we have a wonderful coach from our Fearless Living community that we've had on the show with us. Um, with us before, Sylvia McIntosh. And so how are you doing tonight, Sylvia? I am doing wonderfully. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Isn't it great to have a show on the first day of the year? It is. Yes. To start it off, right? And we're starting it off mm-hmm. with compassion. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I love this uh, this uh, step or principle, whatever you want to call it. And um, I think that for me, it's been something that I've been working on with myself um, because I tend to have compassion for others quite easily, but not necessarily for myself. So, um, and I feel like that's either um, that it can be that way for some people. Like they they have compassion for themselves. And not, and they struggle with having it for others, or vice versa. Do you find that, or do you find that people kind of struggle with it more one or the other? It seems they struggle with it more one way or the other. But most of the people that I interact with have a much harder time exhibiting compassion for themselves. Mm-hmm. It feels selfish or um, greedy, self-centered that somehow magically what they need should be taken care of because they're so busy taking care of other people. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a choice we make. Yeah. I have um, I have a friend that I find that she can be very judgmental. And... Mm-hmm. On the outside, just looking at her, you would think that that you know that she she just has very little compassion for other people. But what really what it is is she has like absolutely none for herself. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. she um, because she doesn't give herself a break, she doesn't give other people a break either. And so that's kind of how it comes across. But um, you know, to to some people, it might seem that it might seem that she's just very judgmental, but it's because she judges herself so harshly. So mm-hmm. it can be, it can come across in different ways. When we don't show compassion towards ourselves, I think it affects, um, it affects how we interact with other people. Either we can come off coming, you know, judgmental or not showing compassion to others, or we can overcompensate and show um, you know, way more compassion towards ourselves than than we do. Uh, I mean, we can show way more mm-hmm. compassion towards others than we can for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Terry, uh, how are you doing tonight? 
Oh, I can't hear you. You're very muffled. Oh, I don't know why. There you go. There we go. <laughs> there you are. So, uh, Sylvia and I, we're talking about compassion tonight, and I know that compassion is something that has really supported you in your fearless process. Is there a tool that you have found um, that helps you access that compassion more easier than maybe some other tool that we have? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, (laughs) Compassion is my essential nature, so it's the one thing that I withheld from myself more than any until I was able to understand essential natures and how that affects our capacity to support oneself and then give that same quality to to others that in, that come into our lives. So, yeah, compassion for me is the is the ability to accept and love oneself as one is in order to reach out and and accept and love others. So, it certainly is an entry point to to my capacity to to reach out and connect with others, which adds on to our step from last month, which was connection. So compassion and connection mm-hmm. really um, work together in my in my life and in my capacity to, to reach out. So I, I don't think I ever, I think I've shared many times in my story of fearless living of how learning to love myself was the entry point to be able to access compassion and and that that was the turning point for me and in my journey of I don't know just my whole journey of fearless living was learning to love myself and that's what opened the door to compassion so and I know Sylvia and I've talked about that before and uh could you tell us one tool that you that you used in your journey to love yourself more Well, I guess if you're thinking about tools, then it would be gratitude, and gratitude would be the writing in a in my journal, you know, my gratitude mm-hmm. journal, and acknowledging myself each each day. I just spoke at church yesterday about gratitude and how important that is in in our journey. To, it just is the whole the whole idea of gratitude it, for me is is being able to recognize, observe, and record the blessings in our lives that that bring us to the realization of our relationship with with our for me with my heavenly Father and that's that's all built upon compassion and and giving and sharing and being aware of our surroundings that bless our lives. So, I don't know, I guess gratitude. The gratitude. Yeah, awesome. writing the gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, you've talked a lot about your keeping track of your gratitudes and your acknowledgments. And um, so, yeah, I, um, I've actually heard that a lot lately with friends, um 
expressing what, you know, their resolutions are going to be for this year. And almost all of them have mentioned something about being more um, focused on what they're grateful for, keeping track of what they're grateful for. And so I think that that's, uh, that's really um, something that's, that's becoming more in people's focus right now is really trying to be more grateful either to become more positive or just to focus on the good in their lives. Um, I think that that's really powerful. I posted a, a video on uh, the Fearless Generations Facebook page today um, about gratitude. And um, in the video, I forget the lady's name, um, she's talking mainly about motherhood and our attitude towards motherhood. If you haven't seen it yet, I... Um, Go check it out. Um, but she uh, she actually used a tool that Rhonda has used before, Rhonda Britton, the founder of Fearless Living, and the one who has brought us all of these tools. Um, and she showed she was having a conversation with several different women and asking them about how they spoke to themselves and what they told themselves. And then she showed them a picture of themselves as a little girl and told them to say those things to that little girl. And um, I'm sitting there watching the video crying and <laughs> because I remember when um, I remember when Rhonda posed this at a workshop to the participants of the workshop. Um, I was a support person at the workshop, so um, it was kind of something that um, I was doing kind of in the back of the room, somewhat focusing, somewhat not, right, because I was um, a support person. But I later went, um, when I got home, I found a picture of myself when I, I don't know, I'm, what am I, like, five in the picture? And um, and I made a meme out of it, and, and it's actually the picture on my phone. It's the... Um, I don't know what you call that. It's like, you know, the unlock picture. When I go to unlock my phone, I see it. So I see it every time I turn my phone on. So I see it a lot. <laughs> and it's a constant reminder to speak more kindly to myself and to um, to really be conscious of the things that I'm saying to myself and to be more kind. And um, so I really loved that uh that she she put together this video because she's she's very followed she's i don't know it's called the truth bombs or mom truth bombs or something like that it's kind of like her tagline but um yeah so i'm really hoping that a lot of people see this video and um start talking to themselves more kindly um sylvia with your journey what tools do you have really helped you with compassion? Because I know this is a big one for you, too. <laughs> yes, it is. Very stern task myself. Uh, so for me, one of the tools that helps me most with the compassion is the four A's, um, which mm. is one of Rhonda's four-step tools. And the, the first of the four A's is to ask um, or, or to Four A's has to do with processing feelings. Mm-hmm. So the the first one is to um, ask what I'm feeling. 
And when I get frustrated and angry and start beating up on myself, it usually has to do with some form of not enough, not being good enough, not being mm-hmm. perfect enough, not getting it right. Mm-hmm. And then the second of the A's is to allow time to process that feeling. You know, what does that feel like? And, and is this something I want to stay with? And then the third thing is to ask what I'm committed to. So that takes me back to my attention. How is it I want to be present? And that is where I can then start reminding myself that as a human being, I am going to make mistakes. I am either Mm -hmm. not going to do what I set out to do or not do it quite the way I wanted to do it, or perhaps there are going to be things that are going to come up that I was not able to anticipate. And all of that is fine. That is how it is. And if I will stay in the moment, then I can look for new opportunities and new options. And then the fourth of the A's is then to act on my intention, act on my commitment. So I have found that to be really helpful in the compassion process, just to remind myself that, I mean, not that I have to be happy about the mistakes or that I can be um, careless about it, so they don't have to try because, you know, well, whatever. It's not that at all. It's that my best efforts may still fall short, and I am still okay. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge lesson for me to learn. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I know 4-8 for me is one that I tend to – kind of forget sometimes and it's a really good one and Terry's been bringing it a lot bringing it up a lot more often so it's more in my forefront of my mind but yeah it's a really good one really allows you to um, own your own process and Mm -hmm. gives you permission to take those steps necessary to um, to you know, to kind of slow down and go, okay, what what is going on with me, and and how do I want to go forward with with what I'm feeling or what the situation is? So yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And as a yeah, mom, four mm-hmm. A's is also helpful to me in reminding me to take a look at what is my responsibility and what is not, because as a mom, so often it's so tempting to want to just step in and oh, you know, I can fix this, and that way the kid won't have to struggle. And yet if I take away all of their struggles, especially, you know, the simpler ones, they're not going to learn how to take care of themselves, which is really what I want to teach them more than anything, is how to mm-hmm. be flexible, how to be resilient, how to be problem solvers, and how to give themselves credit and be supportive of other people. And so the four A's is also a good tool for me in being compassionate and recognizing that sometimes the best way to love someone is to let them learn their own lessons. I can't learn them for them, and therefore rescuing other people isn't necessarily helpful. I mean, sometimes it may be, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times it really isn't. Yeah. And so making my children's life experience perfect and flawless is also ridiculous. That's Mm -hmm. not what I'm here for, and that's not going to happen. And so Mm -hmm. the four A's help me remember that the compassion to allow my kids to experience their own lives. Mm 
Yeah. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think that that also plays in with, you know, well, it plays in with my my negative self-talk, you know, being a good mom. Am I really doing what I need to be doing to help them have, um, help them to have, you know, a good life? And if my expectations are that they're not going to have, they're not going to have sorrows or they're not going to get hurt or they're not going to, um, you know, have struggles or be disappointed, then, you know, I'm going to be judging myself a certain way. Um, so that's important, you know, that's a process of, you know, kind of letting go of those expectations of yourself, expectations that of your kid you know, and having compassion for your for yourself and for them, right? Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, yeah, that's really um, that's really powerful too. So we've talked we've talked tonight because this year we really want to focus on tools that we can give our listeners and what tools can we really give them to um, to make those shifts in their own lives. And so we've talked about writing daily um, gratitudes and. We encourage you in Fearless Living to write five. Today I am grateful for, and to be really specific um, in those gratitudes. Um, so that looking back on that gratitude a year from now, five years from now, you remember what you're talking about. And sometimes it's not always it's not always that easy to do, right? But um, to at least try to practice, right? To practice writing yeah. those gratitudes. And the companion to gratitudes is also acknowledgments. And I definitely think in my process, acknowledgments have really supported me because I have a tendency to diminish um, things that I do. And when I have to write them down, um, then I, I, can't, I can't diminish them. So that really supports me. And acknowledgments start with today I acknowledge myself for. And we also want to be really proactive. And those are things that we've done. Those are actions we've made, choices we've made, um, tiny, you know, maybe or huge steps that we've taken out of our comfort zone, Um, things that we, um, you know, might want to diminish, but we don't. We acknowledge them and we write them down, and it's also important for those to be specific. Um, So we've talked about that, and then we've also talked about, you know, being really conscious and aware of our self-talk and how are we talking to ourselves and would we say what we say to ourselves to, you know, our five-year-old self or our best friend or, you know, someone that we care about? Would we, would we speak to someone that way other than ourselves? Most of the time, probably not, right? Um, we would never be um, as mean to someone else as we are to ourselves. And so just to be conscious of that and to be more kind to ourselves. And if necessary, get a picture of you at five and put it up and look at her or him and, and really be conscious. Would you, say, would you say those things to them? And, mm-hmm. and then we talked about the four A's and how um, that gives us um, permission to kind of have a process um, and to slow down and to really think about what it is that we're doing and what we're saying and how we want to go forward with um with with our commitments and our intent, our intentions um later this uh other topics this month are that we're going to be talking about is we're going to continue to talk about kindness um we're also going to be talking about intuition 
And I forgot the third one. Just give me a second. I will look it back up. Understanding. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about understanding. So is there anything else, you know, maybe with those things in mind, um, some other tool that you'd like to throw out that we could kind of talk about that would that um, kind of play to um, those aspects of compassion? Well, another, th- another thing that I, I started this morning You're a little muffled, Terry. You're a little muffled, Terry. uh, As we begin a new year, and Mm -hmm. I also brought this up at church yesterday when I gave my talk on gratitude, and that was to, I challenged everyone in in the congregation to write down 100 gratitudes, and to do that, in a sense of, of um, started it myself. So I started it myself this morning, and I challenged everyone to, to do that in order to begin the year with an attitude of gratitude and to do that in order to, I don't know, it just seemed to me that it was a way to Instead of making New Year's resolutions, which have never really worked for me, um, Mm -hmm. writing down 100 gratitudes has worked for me and has worked for me in a way of developing um, compassion for myself and then compassion for others. And so I started it myself this morning, and, and very quickly I was able to write down 25 gratitudes that helped me to focus the way you're the kind of the way you just brought up understanding and and uh I can't remember what else you said right kindness now kindness and intuition kindness yeah and intuition and it was really easy for me to to quickly write 25 gratitudes that focused on on those that kindness and that intuition and that understanding that I can take forward into the year instead of writing down New Year's resolutions. Um, it was almost like it was, um, I don't know, it just it really was working for me. So awesome. I challenged the people in the congregation to, to do the same, to write. And I had done that with, I, I in, at church, I, I'm kind of, uh, for 10 years I was in charge of the primary program, which is um, kids from 3 to 12, and I had challenged them to do that and had given them a a form to do that on, and I, I don't know how many of them actually followed through and did that, but after speaking in church yesterday and, and talking about that challenge, many of them came up and told me they had done it and and that they looked forward to doing it again. Uh, as they went into the new year. So that's something awesome. that that I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to continuing each day. And it should only take me four days if I can come up with 25 of them uh, as mm-hmm. I go into the, into the new year. And I was looking back at them because I started this process, which was uh, a challenge that Rhonda Britton had actually, the founder of our Fearless Living Program, had put out to us as coaches. And on her, I don't know if she put it out on Facebook or 
I'm not sure where she actually put it out, but she uh, she puts it I out every year. So. Yeah, was uh, was in uh, 2012, and I've got them written down in the same notebook, and so uh, I'm writing them in the same notebook again, and I just found it very um, affirming and very. Um, I don't know, just a positive thing for me to look back at those gratitudes that I had written pre- previously and to see that that it was uh, really very positive and 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 positive thinking and positive self-talk to write these hundred gratitudes. So I'm doing it again, and I'm going to talk to my friends that. I put that out to them and see how it's it's affected their their ability to start the year with an attitude of gratitude, which is something that that our heavenly Father has asked us to be grateful, and that gratitude is really the opposite of um, negative negativity. So we'll see how it goes and and how it's affected the ability of others to look forward to a new year too. Mm-hmm. How about for you, Sylvia? Well, I'd like to throw in a couple things about this. Uh, first of all, wanted to make sure you've probably said this on a previous show, but the, the gratitudes are things we focus on that happen around us that someone else mm-hmm. has done. And one of the reasons I find the gratitude helpful in terms of compassion is because it puts a focus on what I am looking for around me. Mm. I can either keep Mm -hmm. looking for everything that's wrong so I can go fix it, or I can start looking at what is already good and build on that. And when I'm looking for Mm -hmm. the good and building from there, it is so much more encouraging and joyful and keeps me more open to solutions when a challenge does arise. If I can build mm-hmm. from what is already working to make it better, it just it's just more encouraging to me. And then, of course, the acknowledgments are where I'm really focusing on the steps that I am doing for myself, by myself, to move myself forward. Or not even necessarily by myself. Sometimes I acknowledge myself for asking for help because that's also something mm-hmm. that I've really had to learn. Um, and then mm-hmm. I have found the Fearless Living Program to be very helpful in learning to ask for help. So sometimes mm-hmm. I acknowledge myself for when I do ask because, as Rhonda often tells us, no one can be fearless alone. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I remind myself when I'm really feeling stuck and like I don't want to ask, I just don't want to ask anybody, is that it always feels so good to me when somebody asks me for help even if I can't necessarily help with whatever it is they want, it feels good to me to be asked. So I remind myself of that, that when I ask for help, I am not obligating them to say yes, but it's still a compliment that I think they could help me. Mm -hmm. So that sets me up for two things. One, it makes it easier for me to ask because I remind myself how good it feels to be asked, and two, it gives me room to be able to listen to whether or not they feel they can help, and I am not thrown off balance. If they do say no, I'm ready to ask somebody else. Mhm. Yeah, I love that. 
Yeah, and thank you for yeah. making sure that the difference between gratitudes and acknowledgments was um, was put out. Um, yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I find when I was first starting with Fearless Living, I would kind of get confused between between the two, and so it's important to to state the difference. Um, you know, gratitudes being something outside of ourselves and acknowledgments being um, within. So, yes, thank you for that. And I think that, I mean, anything, any type of, of risk or step outside of our comfort zone towards being kind to ourselves or being kinder to others, you know, is always going to be um, a good step. And whatever it is that you are accessing to be able to do that, whether it be one of the 12 steps, um, you know, such as surrender or um, trusting yourself or having a greater awareness or being willing, um, any of those tools can support you in becoming more compassionate or towards yourself and towards others. We have about mm, 30 seconds left. Is there any <laughs> last word someone would either of you want to get in before we get off the show tonight? Just thank you and happy new year to everyone and focused, yeah. focused forward positive. Be grateful for what's going on around you and be grateful. Give yourself credit for what's going on within you. Yes. Thank you, Sylvia. Thank you. Beautifully put. And that is why we love when you come on the show. We thank you for being on the show with us tonight and always being so willing to share with us and our listeners all of the wisdom and yumminess that you have to share. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's an honor. And oh, and thank you, Terry, for being on the show with uh, me tonight and being my wonderful co-host. Yeah, I'm really excited about starting this. Uh, starting 2018, it's always it's always a positive thing for me to to begin a new year and January is such a special year for our family a special month for our family because it's uh it's, it's our birthday we have eight, month. yeah we have eight mm-hmm. birthdays in our family on in January and so it's it's really positive three to of look us, at it three of us are birthday buddies so it's very special. yeah and so mm-hmm. it starts it our starts January fourth yeah starts January 4th and just rolls right right on and it's a wonderful opportunity to look at the blessings of of our family and all those in our family that have their birthdays in January. So it's awesome it's an awesome beginning and and I think compassion is the greatest way and gratitude is a wonderful way of starting a new year. So I'm so happy that, Sil- that Sylvia is with us and um I just I love Sylvia, and she's just a, such an inspiration to me. So awesome Absolutely. to be with you all. Awesome to yeah. be with you all and to start this new year together. So, Yes. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for coming and listening to us. You know you can always find us at um, Facebook, Fearless Generations, or fearlessgenerations.org, um, which is our website. 
And you can find us here on Blog Talk Radio. If you would like to ever be on the show with us, ask us a question, have us address something specific, we would love to interact with you. And until next week, be fearless. Peace, darling. <laughs> Good night.